everybody, welcome back to Linger Longer. We're glad you joined us for episode 20. That's, Woo! We made it. Oh, it's nothing to sneeze about. <laughs> it's like Fallon where we're counting each episode, you know. <laughs> It's just number how 21. we numbered. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot he did that. Yeah, he did that. They still, every now and then, will have that happen. A little you know? throwback? Yeah, a little. <laughs> Episode 2,432. <laughs> well, there we go. Maybe we are like the late show. Yes. Who knows? There are worse things to be like. Yeah. <laughs> it's a long run. <laughs> but we are glad you're back with us. It's me, Pastor David. Jay Jackson. Paul Roberts. Kevin Braswell, and we are glad. Um, we're glad to be here. Yeah, it's mm. a, a good day. Oh, yeah. We've already had lots of laughter. We yes, have. We <laughs> had lots of laughter. Good times have been had. Um, service was good yesterday. So mm-hmm. Since we've been doing the podcast, it's our first High Holy Day with All Saints. All Saints is always a special time. Um, lots of people in the church. Lots mm-hmm. of visitors. Lots of families. Um, just a good time. Um, we're also still in our call and response sermon series, so mm-hmm. to see how that works in with all saints, I thought Esther was a great, great Excellent. choice. Um, as if good. we actually planned it that way. It's, you know, <laughs> sometimes the plan comes together. <laughs> in spite of us. Right. In spite of our best efforts, the plan still comes together. Well, Paul, what jumped out at you? What was the high point? Well, I, All Saints Sunday is always a very poignant Sunday, and, and um, we do get the chance to sing some great hymns that we don't mm. normally sing other times. I'll talk about that later. But I was asked to carry a canton in memory of Charles Beard and um, straight after doxology, so I made my way down there. And that was an honor to do that uh, for Diane. Uh, it's, hard, it's hard losing someone um, like that, and um, like all the... The, the saints of our church this year. So um, that's she was thing. watching on the live stream. She was watching. She texted me stream. last yes. night and said she it was did. very meaningful. So I carried that up. So that was a, a highlight for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's not often we get to mm. in our roles to get to participate mm. in those special moments, mm. like carrying the light and things like that. So well, mm. yes. I was glad mm-hmm. to see you do that, Paul. Mm. Kevin. So I actually had a few. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was awesome all around. But uh, one was just having the string quartet mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. that that always just adds mm-hmm. so much, and it's fun to play music with them. <laughs> um, so that was one. Uh, also in the Beacon service in the TV room, um, Kellen Guillory was in there um, running. I, I was teaching him kind of how to like run sound for the stream, um, and that was just like it was just fun to be showing that to somebody and like he was like super into it and and so it was just a really good morning like a teaching morning Mm -hmm. um so both of those were were pretty great and then the way that we did the all saints remembrance in horizon i had all of my band members like ringing bells for each of the names um kellen again actually was involved in lighting candles and it was just i just really liked the way that it felt in there it was mm-hmm. it was really nice so those were my <laughs> i know i took too many but <laughs> no, no. sometimes it's filled with those high right. moments it's hard to pick just one i you know there's something always sacred about the reading of those names mm-hmm. and uh especially when they represent lives that were just so dear and special and this year mm-hmm. um it just 
seem to have special poignancy. Mm -hmm. uh, member of our staff, mm -hmm. uh, a person who literally was raised in the second row of the church, who raised his family in the second row of the church and had his own granddaughter sit with mm -hmm. him and like Richard Wade. I mean, those, those moments of reading those names and seeing that were just so uh, special. And then the, at the early service, we wanted, as we processed in at mm -hmm. both of the services in the sanctuary, we didn't want to process in and have the candles already lit. So mm -hmm. we, and we weren't sure about acolytes. So Katie volunteered her daughter, Lily, who's a five-year-old mm -hmm. who has not gone through acolyte training or anything mm -hmm. like this, but Lily was willing to do it. And Katie was going to help her. And, uh, and she did a wonderful job, you know, and everything. And it turned out that two of our acolytes were at the service, Trevor and, <laughs> oh, wow. and, and, and there was another one, oh, uh, Sarah, um, Sarah Henry. And so we had two of our acolytes there that we could have called on, but we didn't know they were going to be there. Right. So we asked uh, Lily to do it, but she did just a wonderful mm -hmm. job. So a five-year-old led us in to All Saints Sunday. That's awesome. And That's really uh, cool. that, that was really special. Yeah. Yeah. For me, uh, obviously, All Saints just a high moment in and of itself. But the way we do the the names here at First Methodist, that the the candles come down the center aisle, mm -hmm. and with All Saints always being on a Communion Sunday, mm -hmm. it's it always makes me kind of smile and happy to see those same faces that carry the lights in at the rail a little bit later mm -hmm. yeah because it's it's almost like grieving and filling process mm -hmm. like yeah. you can you can see that grace moment yes there's so much through. grace that is kind of re i don't know kind of reinvigorates them because mm -hmm. there's a lot of pain that you mm -hmm. see coming down that aisle the first time yeah and then the realization that God is at work in mm -hmm. communion and that grace is real and that love mm -hmm. is shared mm -hmm. and they're kind of filled up and yeah. carried out. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful uh, uh, connection. That it, is. Yeah. it is. So that's always, that's always a high point for me. Mm -hmm. uh, but then mine took one of mine, Kevin. <laughs> uh, it, it was nice to have uh, Kevin not only help out with the lighting of candles at the horizon service, but he also served communion with Mm -hmm. um, he had he had the juice and he did great um, but just using our young people in service it doesn't matter your age it doesn't mm -hmm. matter your position or rank in the church mm -hmm. you can serve mm -hmm. and you can be a grace bearer um, yeah so can can I mention fun. one other thing? Sure. I, I know we're all cheating today. <laughs> just one thing. I want to just have a shout out to the people behind the scenes mm -hmm. because those people behind the scenes were in the front, in the narthex, when the, the, the worship team, who's always there, they prepared the table for communion. They had the lanterns all staged out there. They were the ones who caught the family members and explained how they would participate and how to when they should come back and they were the ones who made sure they got lined up correctly and, and sent down and, and Peggy Mayfield, Stancy Simpson, mm -hmm. Betty Craddock, uh, Janice helped on the front end up front with uh, the two pastors at each service in the sanctuary. It's a beautiful thing to see those who work behind the scenes making such a, a poignant 
impact mm -hmm. and they got a little bit of a chance to be out front a little bit more yet we're still operating behind the scenes of what was happening mm -hmm. it's just beautiful mm -hmm. yeah. and they do such amazing mm -hmm. work yes. mm -hmm. there's a lot that goes in to Sunday mornings mm -hmm. and when it's a special Sunday morning even more, even so. more. Mm -hmm. so many hands many hands well, not everything, even on an All Saints Sunday where we try to pack everything in, communion, string quartets, lighting of candles, can make it in. What got left out this week, Kevin? So, uh, the one of the songs that I, I had picked that I potentially was going to do for uh, communion during the beacon service... Um, was a song called Almost Home by Matt Papa and Matt Boswell. Um, they're like modern hymn writers. Um, they do a lot of stuff with like the Gettys and Stuart Townend who wrote uh, In Christ Alone. Like mm -hmm. they, they write a lot with them. Mm -hmm. um, and I just want to read some of these words and you'll see why this would have been a, a good, good song for, for uh, All Saints, so. Don't drop a single anchor, we're almost home. Through every toil and danger, we're, we're almost home. How many pilgrim saints have before us gone, no stopping now, we're almost home. The promised land is calling, we're almost home, and not a tear shall fall then, we're almost home. Make ready now your souls for that kingdom come, no turning back, we're almost home. And then the chorus, almost home, we're almost home. So press on toward that blessed shore. Oh, praise the Lord, we're almost home. And mm. it just, it's more of that kind of language, the rest mm. of the song. And it, it was just like, words wise, it was, it would have been perfect. Musically, it would not have fit for communion on All Saints. It was just a little bit more up and peppy um, musically. And so uh, that's why I steered away from that one. But yeah almost home by matt papa and matt boswell it's a beautiful beautiful song mm -hmm. so that was the one that got got cut for me paul well um the thing i had to cut was the fact that the anthem we sang which i'll talk about later the majesty and glory of your name is actually scored for full orchestra and although we couldn't do that this week for a number of reasons of course and and um but that would have been uh, great to do it with that but the good news is um, we will be doing that anthem for Palm Sunday on March 24th next year. Mm -hmm. So we'll have the orchestra there and we can do that in, in all its glory. It sounds great with piano mm -hmm. and strings. The strings play all the way through. Um, but there's many more instruments that can come into that. And yeah. so um, you were missing that other. I was missing that element yeah. there, but I mean, it still sounded great. But yeah. you can imagine with a full orchestra how that takes on another dimension, mm -hmm. that piece. Oh, yeah. And it will be great mm -hmm. for Palm Sunday, yeah. you know, leading into Easter there. Mm -hmm. The piece for me that got cut that I kind of snuck back in <laughs> but was in the scripture reading, it was hard to try to encapsulate the circumstance and the call and the initial response because this is call and response, right? So, mm -hmm. so you want to capture both the call and the response, but in Esther's story, if you don't give a little bit of the context, you really don't understand what the call is and how the response is really being made. So I had to cut out sections of the scripture because it goes for three chapters, right? <laughs> and, and, and actually, there's a part where to really understand how she's responding, you have to know she goes through three iterations of prepping for 
her actual response. And so to try to make it have sense, but not last for 20 minutes uh, for the reading mm -hmm. was a real hard thing to do. Uh, so I tried to fill that in during the sermon very briefly, but yeah. you really can't tell the whole story. Mm -hmm. it, Esther is definitely one of those characters where I think we tend to assume, like I know me as a pastor, like I assume some base knowledge because she's mm -hmm. one of the big key characters. Like every little girl that grows up in church mm -hmm. knows Esther, mm -hmm. the queen, the brave and beautiful queen. Mm -hmm. But especially on days like All Saints, when we get in a lot of family members, you don't you don't know their yeah if they know that story words. right yeah and so you're right you do have to do kind of more front end work and actually telling how mm -hmm. she got to be queen because it's a huge part of the story yeah mm -hmm. and 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 when you think about there's this thing that happens here that falls into this call and response area but there's this whole juxtaposition of what Mordecai has been doing mm -hmm. and what's been happening in this uh, Persian Babylonian kind of kingdom mm -hmm. and and how all this kind of comes together to really make this um, moment yeah. of, of real importance mm -hmm. and, and criticality and, and yet the moment of criticality is there but you, if you don't know the whole of it it doesn't feel yeah. as fulfilling so yeah. it, it really is one of those deals and then when you're trying to juxtapose that with some of the experiences of those who have gone on this past year which is what i was trying to do in my sermon you don't want it to be too eclectic and piecemeal but hopefully connecting to what's yeah. going on. So uh, I, mm. I, I could have told a story about every one of those 27 people yeah. whose names were listed, mm -hmm. but you have to kind of extract out a few key ones to, to make the point, I guess. Yeah. Um, and so I felt like I had to cut out a lot of stories that would have been just as meaningful in, from each of those lives. Mm -hmm. It's true. You, you wish you had twice as long yeah especially on <laughs> yeah. sundays like all saints but nobody else was wanting it to be <laughs> <laughs> everybody else was wanting it to be half as <laughs> ah then there's the rub yeah, there it is. There it is. Uh, for me what i cut out wasn't i don't think i cut out anything during the message besides like kind of trimming the story mm -hmm. of esther um but it was we actually changed how we were going to do the procession and the lighting of the candles in horizon on the fly. Mm -hmm. uh, I had a couple people that I didn't know were going to be out, be out. And so we had to, we had to punt. Mm -hmm. And sometimes those cuts happen Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. um, and then, and then even we had to make a cut at the end. Cause usually after communion, we stand up and everybody sings one last song mm -hmm. but kevin looked at like my back was to our clock in there and kevin looks at the clock and says oh we're already 10 minutes over yeah um, and we weren't done either <laughs> <laughs> you know and you were talking about people not showing up we won't mention any names but you had a surprise backup literature <laughs> over in your service that wasn't at my service where he was supposed to be so uh, that got cut from our service yeah. and added to yours <laughs> so sometimes our cuts are made on the fly yes exactly so you gotta leave room for the holy yes. spirit in there i'm yeah. glad i was ready to read the scripture because yeah. it was on me yeah. <laughs> Well, and this is luckily one of those weeks that there weren't a lot of 
crazy words or anything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so sometimes our cuts aren't made during the week, but right there in yes. the moment. You know, that's one of the things I think people don't realize when we're dealing with these, especially Old Testament passages. Some of these names in Hebrew are different than they are in Americanized yeah. Hebrew, which are different than they are in Texanized <laughs> Hebrew, okay? So like, even though Haman is the way in which most people know yeah. one of the, the protagonists, if you will, in this, uh, or antagonist in this passage, it's Haman mm-hmm. in actual, in Hebrew. So, so you're trying to say, all right, am I talking in Hebrew or in how we are used to, mm-hmm. to saying it? And, and you will hear people saying it differently and they say, well, they must not know what, what the pronunciation. No, there are multiple pronunciations right. mm-hmm. for many of these names. They're very alliterative at times mm-hmm. and, uh, and they're Americanized and they're modernized, and so there's really a lot of nuance even to how you would pronounce a name. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of context because we're not in that context that mm-hmm. is left out. Yes. Like the names mean things, and exactly. how you say them really mm-hmm. matters, mm-hmm. but yeah. for us to go into that, it would be another oh, 10, gosh. 15 minutes and, during the sermon. That And there are people <laughs> who like to focus on that word formation aspect of it and I've always found that to be interesting but I want to get to the more theological aspect of it or the more pastoral element of it Um, and so how much you kind of play into that aspect of things or how much you really want to speak to something that's a little bit more how do you say relevant yeah uh it's it's a it's a call that you make every week It it is there's definitely pots that you have to draw from mm-hmm. you go in the academic pot you go in the theological mm-hmm. pot and how do we get those to be real yeah. for people and I, I know you use as i do uh, a lot of times this feasting on the word mm-hmm. uh, commentary series and what makes it really nice even though it comes from a little bit different theological bent is that they approach things from a theological pastoral exegetical yeah. and homiletical um, way and that's a nice way of saying this is the kind of preaching context this is the pastoral context this is the sort of uh analysis of the reading context and this is the more deeper theological journey and and you know you want to weave those elements in but you can't always cover all of them in a 15 minute sermon so you you're having to find a lane that you're going to focus on and hopefully bring a little background from those other areas into it. But, yeah, uh, to make it all connect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's always something on the cutting room floor. Always. Yeah. Mm. Always. Mm. Well, guys, how was the music this week? <laughs> well, I just want to say I thought it was amazing. Uh, I heard the praise band warming up and the music is going on, but uh, the choir, Kevin, you singing and playing with uh, the the strings i just want you to know it was one of the most beautiful um, musical sundays that we've had thanks i agree <laughs> i agree well this week we had the chance to choir. we had a, a really large choir at both services um mm-hmm. and um following on from with a voice of singing which we mm-hmm. discussed last week as being one of the great uh, joyous exciting choral works for, for, for choirs. This week we followed it up with another one, this time by Tom Fet- Fetke, uh, The Majesty and Glory of Your Name. And um, 
you know, as I've got already into it that this is for a much bigger orchestra, but I thought, you know, the choir saying, well, it's, it's not an easy anthem. It gets, it actually, it gets easier, it goes on, but the <laughs> beginning is, is quite uh, difficult there. And they did it very well. Uh, mm -hmm. Even with, with the low number of basses and tenors I have, though, they did extremely well. And I think that's just a powerful um, piece of music for, for all saints. And, and the, the text that sort of, uh, that I reflect on really is where it says towards the end here, where it says, um, O Lord our God, the majesty and glory of your name transcends the earth and fills the heavens. O Lord our God, little children praise you perfectly, and so would we, and so would we. You know, I just think that's a real powerful testament, and that's just part of it. It's a very powerful text there. So that was the first one, and then, the, of course, the the All Saints hymn. You know, or for all the saints, this famous hymn tune, um, which was composed by Ralph Vaughan Williams, um, with words by William Howe, and I just call that the quintessential All Saints. Oh, day yeah. here, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's mm -hmm. just got everything in it. Uh, it's famous for its walking bass. It's got, if you listen carefully, you hear the, the, the harmonies change on every beat and it's got this walking bass in it, which is unusual for a hymn. Um, but it also has that beautiful hallelujah refrain at the yeah. end. Mm -hmm. um, and although it's quite high, my, my bass and altos do not complain about it because when you sing the word hallelujah, it's an easier word to sing. Up <laughs> it's so it, it's, it's only, um, and then again, if I just a, a quote from that, verse 6 singing to father son and holy ghost hallelujah i just think that's that's really powerful and for williams just a bit of personal thing here um i taught in a school for 14 years a high school in in dorking surrey and um Fawn williams lived just up the road from there when he died wow. i think in the late name 70s. dropper yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, uh, and he set up um, he set up the leafville music festival which is for all these local amateur choirs and it's amazing around guildford which is the big city there all these small villages and they literally our villages had these 60 70 strong choral mm -hmm. societies wow. and they still do it. i looked it up today and they're still going strong at the mm -hmm. dorking Hill halls um uh, which is a real big concert hall that he put money into as well mm -hmm. um, and so he's still very big there and the other thing i was going to say very quickly is that a lot of his hymns this one wasn't, but a lot of his hymns are, are actually named after villages in mm -hmm. that area. And I've got huh. two here. Kingsfold is a, is yeah. a well-known uh, Surrey hymn, and Forest Green. Mm -hmm. uh, and, Forest, and those hymns are used for numerous, several hymn texts in our mm -hmm. thing. And actually, um, Form Williams has got 20 hymns in our mm -hmm. present hymnal. Wow. Now, not necessarily different music, but different right. hymns set to those music. So well, he's very big. It's, yeah. it's over 20 mm -hmm. hymns. That's quite that's, good. That's a pretty, you know, pretty um, corpus of our. Yes. <laughs> he died in the 50s, I think. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's, uh, that's good. So that was my, my two things there for all the saints. And we don't get to sing that nah. often, mm -hmm. but it is a great hymn. And as I said, Her Majesty and Glory, the Majesty and Glory of Your Name, which again, we'll sing. For Palm Sunday. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and, and I mean, picking the hymns isn't isn't my thing. But I, <laughs> during the last hymn, during Lift High the Cross, I yes. got to actually be out and stand. I was up at the balcony, and mm. you could tell that that's one that people knew. Yes. Like there was a lot of people not looking, mm -hmm. like just yes. stand, was, standing yeah. and singing and like looking at each other, and it's just like. It was like loud. It was it was yes. really really it's cool. Yeah. Um, it's really amazing how it really resonates up there in the balcony oh, yeah. when they're singing like that. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was very special. So, um, Well, I wanted to kind of touch on the two, um, it was 
sneak sneak peek there was a there was two songs that i sang during communion um i i let paul know i was like hey i'm gonna do the song hymn of heaven <laughs> i might need another one just because sometimes communion sometimes we need a more. big crowd there's a big crowd yeah. so i was like i was like here here's the string music for the other one go ahead and pass that on um and that one was called one day um and then it parentheses when we all get to heaven which is from the hymn um and what was super special about singing that one was by that point the choir had already taken communion Mm -hmm. and they were sitting uh back in the loft and like they just started singing it anytime i got to that well they were singing out in the congregation uh, yeah (laughs) and it was just like it was one of those that i was like i this is perfect like everything about this right moment right now was just really really awesome um and that hymn, like the when we all get to heaven, like hymn is beautiful in itself. And um, Matt Redman wrote these verses to to pair with that. And that song, like that is to me, that is like like for all the saints, this is yes, like sir. the All Saints song that that works uh, for me. So yeah, one day by Matt Redman was was the one that wasn't listed in the bulletin. The other one was Hymn of Heaven by Phil Wickham. Um, which I think was only released like last year. It's a relatively yeah. newer song, mm-hmm. um, but it again, it's just it. All the words just work, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, how I long to breathe the air of heaven, where pain is gone and mercy fills the streets. To look upon the one who bled to save me and walk with him for all eternity. There will be a day when all will bow before him. There will be a day when death will be no more, standing face to face with he who died and rose again. Holy, holy is the Lord. Mm-hmm. And then. At the very end, um, it, it kind of comes down uh, and then ramps back up, you know, a very triumphant ending. And on that day, we join the resurrection and stand beside the heroes of the faith. With one voice, a thousand generations sing, worthy is the lamb who was slain, forever he shall reign. So let it be today, we shout the hymn of heaven. With angels and the saints, we raise a mighty roar. Glory to our God who gave us life beyond the grave. Holy, holy is the Lord. So mm-hmm. it was one of those that like I was actually kind of pleased that we I got to do both of those mm-hmm. songs because yeah. they both worked so well. <laughs> yeah. um, and with, playing with the strings, like I said earlier, is mm-hmm. is super fun. It always adds so much. Um, and I put them in the same key, so you didn't even notice <laughs> that it happened. Yes. <laughs> I just kept going. <laughs> I, I, I noticed that too. It, it's almost like it just flowed right into yep. it. Um, I, I, a little behind the scenes thing that most people don't know and that. Uh, Paul would never brag about. Um, Paul does almost all the arrangements for orchestration that go with these anthems. Mm -hmm. These are not packaged items. Most of the time Paul is writing Mm -hmm. these arrangements and if he has an arrangement he is modifying it for the instrumentation that's there. So it's just one of those things that happens behind the scenes. But another place where Paul is constantly involved We'll have four-part anthems almost every single Sunday, and there are times where Paul will at one point sing at least three of those parts <laughs> during it to just uplift. All right, we're a little load on altos here. I'm going to sing the alto part. Well, there's no basses here today, so all of a sudden Paul turns into a bass. You know? and, and, then, and then there's this other part where he wants to get just that little extra volume, and he's going to hit that tenor part in there. You know? and, and Paul does that seamlessly, 
but being the one who sits in the chair right next yeah. to him, I know where he is shifting gears, and, and he's doing that like a NASCAR driver uh, at Daytona 500. You know, it's I just wish incredible. I can't do the more three, three yeah, all at the same time. time. I wish I could. We could be multi personality, but not multi voice, right? right? Uh, That's right. But, but, but it really is something. Because you're hearing out there mm. the amalgamation of all mm -hmm. that, yeah. but it's happening in real tangible mm. ways mm -hmm. in the preparation and in the execution mm. of those anthems. Mm. And, and it's something that I'm, mm. I'm very uh, in awe of yeah. from both of you and mm. how uh, you make that work and happen. Yeah, well, we are very blessed with our musicianship and just the leaders of mm -hmm. those. Because I know Kevin rewrites stuff every week to make mm -hmm. it fit for our band and our our guys and our people mm -hmm. and Paul does that for the sanctuary services we are truly blessed truly blessed by who we have here well it carries us a lot of the time. It does. It's a big help. It's a big we are help. Happy. We, we do not diminish the power of music exactly. to carry uh, the rest of uh, exactly. the service. Yes. Uh, well, we got one more week in call and response. Yes. This is the last one. Mm -hmm. Isaiah. Isaiah. Being Isaiah 6, 1 through 13, that kind of, I don't know, I, when I think of Isaiah, this is the text I think of. Yes, yes. The, the moment in the temple. But, and, but two weeks, because we got Jeremiah. We got Jeremiah the, the week before. We got two more weeks and then Thanksgiving two? week, yeah. Okay. Uh, now, I was only wrong. one more class, <laughs> only one more class, but we've got Isaiah, Isaiah and Jeremiah. Okay. Not to... We can edit that. <laughs> Take two. Change on the fly. Yeah, yeah. Two weeks. Yes. You get Isaiah and Jeremiah. Yeah. We a bonus week. A bonus week. I like that. Bonus week. We cut Ezekiel, which That's was going to be the last it. one that was going to be because it was going to be the cut. Sunday of Thanksgiving, and with the changeover to Advent, we wanted to have sort of a bridging yeah. Sunday there, so we cut that one out. You can't so. have Ezekiel and Turkey. I think that's scriptural. Yeah. <laughs> I think Ezekiel goes better with mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that in a different way. Yes. Uh, it's been fun. It was a great Sunday. If you weren't here in person, and I highly encourage you to watch watch it on the website, Facebook, wherever you can. It was a truly great time. I hope it translates because mm -hmm. in the room, it was just mm -hmm. it, it was just special. Yeah. It was palpable, yes. like yeah. the the feeling in there. Mm -hmm. it, was, it was awesome. Great Sunday. Glad you were with us for this one. Mm -hmm. Hope to see you next week. Bye, Bye everybody.